والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين بالعالمين يا رب صل وسلم دائما 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 ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم في جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله in the quran majid allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates many in many incidents of the past and the purpose of these incidents is that we take lesson from these incidents we apply them in our life and the relevant lessons that are derived from these incidents we bring it into our practical life among the incidents which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned is the one of the incidents of the banu israel which appears at the end of the second juz of the quran majid in surah al-baqarah surah al-baqarah is that surah which contains many incidents of the banu israel great lesson for us in these incidents so in this particular incident Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about one period in the in the time of the Banu Israel where there was a time when they did not have anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam among them contrary to the norm generally in the Banu Israel at every given time they would time they would be some nabi kana kana Banu Israel tasusuhum al-anbiya kullama halaka nabiyun khalafahu nabiyun this was the system of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when one nabi passed away another nabi will come among them but there was a period of time when there were no anbiya alayhim salatu wassalam among the banu israel and together with that because of their sins because of their transgression the torah which they had among them the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the tabut the tabut was a box which con- contained certain certain relics and tabarrukat of the anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam like the asa the staff of nabi musa alayhi salatu wassalam the stick of nabi harun alayhi salatu wassalam and other things of barakat would be contained in this tabut So generally when they had to fight any enemy the Banu Israel would take this tabut they would take the Torah take the Torah with them and through the barakah of this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give them victory but because of cause of their sin and transgression one is there were no nabis that were coming among them among them and at the same time the enemy the amaliqa had taken over had captured this tabut tabut and the torah and it wasn't like today we like today where we have have ufaz of the quran majid there would be people very few people would know the torah so they did not have they did not have any nabi nabi to guide them and they did not have the divine book to guide them So it was a very difficult period a dark period among the Banu Israel until Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a nabi Nabi Shamuel alayhi salatu wassalam when Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala sent this nabi 
Then the Banu Israel say to this Nabi, Ib'af lana malikan nuqatil fi sabilil, sabilil, sabilillah. But appoint a king for us, we want to fight in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we want to fight against our enemy. A common sentiment today, that the Muslim leaders have failed us. Where is that Muslim leader who will give direction to the Ummah? So this is an emotion which is within most of us. And it is something that many of us even speak about. That we want that leadership, especially the youngsters. We want to go and do something for Islam and for Deen. This was the sentiment of the Banu Israel at that time. Ib'af lana malikan nuqatil fi sabilillah. Appoint a king, we will fight behind him in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will fight against the enemy. Then Nabi, Nabi Shamil alayhi salatu wasalam says to them, Hal asaytum in kutiba alaykum al-qitalu alla qatilu. It is possible that if Allah, if Allah, if Allah ordains fighting upon you, then you will not fight. So sometimes the ulama tell us that we need to make imani, imani preparation. We need to stay away from sin. We need, need, need to get our, our, our life in order, order, order. For us to be prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice of giving our life for Allah, life for Allah. Our response, again generally is an emotional response. And that was the response of the Banu Israel. مَا لَنَا لَا نُقَاتِلُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ أُخْرِجْنَا مِنْ دِيَارِنَا وَأَبْنَائِنَا Why won't we fight? Look at what has, what has happened to us. us. Our enemy, the Amalika, have banished us from our lands. They have killed our children. We will say that the children of the Ummah are massacred. What's going on in the world? What's happening to the Ummah? So our emotions run very high at that time. But then Nabi says to them that in Hal Asaytum in Kutiba Alaykumul Kitalu Allah to Katitilu. At the crunch time you will not make it. At the crunch time you will back off. At the crunch time, crunch time you're going to fail. They say, No, why won't we fight? Why won't we give our life? Allah says thereafter, says thereafter, summarizing the incident first, then Allah gives the details of the incident. Allah says, فَلَمَّا كُتِبَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقِتَالُ تَوَلُّوا إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنْهُمْ Finally, when Allah made fighting and obligating an obligation on them, تَوَلُّوا إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنْهُمْ They turned away, they lost heart, they lost courage, they could not go on the battlefield, apart from a few among them. Only few managed. And the rest of them failed the test of Iman. And because of failing the test of Iman, they could not manage. It was not an issue of strength. It was not an issue of physical strength. It wasn't an issue of military might. It was an issue of the strength and weakness of Iman. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions thereafter. So now the Nabi appoints a, the Nabi says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has appointed Talut as your king. Inna Allah qad ba'atha lakum Taluta malika. The Banu Israel, it was their nature for them to object against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they say, how can he be a, how can he be a king? He doesn't have the qualities to be a king. Laysa min abna'il mamlaka walan nubu'a. 
None of his ancestors were kings and none of his ancestors were anbiya. How can he qualify for this position? Objecting against the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَنَّا يَكُونُ لَهُ الْمُلْكُ عَلَيْنَا وَنَحْنُ أَحَقُّ بِالْمُلْكِ مِنْهُ وَلَمْ يُؤْتَ سَعَةً سَعَةً مِنَ الْمَالِ We are more worthy for that position. We are more, we are more rightful for that position. This man doesn't, doesn't even have any financial strength. He's not financially strong. How is, how is he going to become the king? Now this is a very important lesson, respected friends. Many a times, doubts and objections come in our mind against the decisions of Allah or against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Doubts against the decisions of Allah. Allah has decided certain things. Allah has decided that the ummah must go through certain suffering. This is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then we begin, we begin to object, if not verbally, mentally. But why the ummah is going through all of this? Where's the help, where's the help, of, Allah? Where's the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why are we being forsaken by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this way? So these kinds of objections against, against the decisions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes things, things relating to our personal life. Allah has decided certain things for us. That our child must pass away. Someone must be sick in our family. We must suffer financial losses. This is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are not in the position to object to that decision of Allah. And then we find the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The commands of Allah regarding our shariat, regarding, regarding our deen. This is, this is halal, halal. This is haram. Allah has made interest haram. But how are we going to do the business in today's time if we don't involve ourselves in interests? Objecting against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why deen is so difficult? Why deen is so stringent? These kind of objections against the decisions of Allah, against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, then Nabi gives them th three or four answers in this verse. And these answers, answers are universal answers that can apply, apply to every type of doubt or objection that may, that may come, in a, come in a person's mind against, against, against the decisions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first an an answer that the Nabi gives them, Inna Allah astafahu. Allah has chosen him, chosen him. That choice is not your choice. It's Allah's choice. It's Allah's prerogative. Who Allah, who Allah will choose, choose, choose for that position. You are not one, not in that position to object to that choice of Allah. It, it's not your choice. It's not your place for you to object or for you to question. Inna Allah Allah has chosen him. Then he goes on to explain that Allah has, Allah has chosen him because of reasons. The one who is wise, every action of his is filled with wisdom. So whilst Allah has the, has the choice and Allah has the prerogative, 
and it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decision and His command, it does not mean, na'udhu billah, that that decision of Allah lacks hikmah and wisdom. It is filled with wisdom, filled with hikmah. Allah, subha- Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He does something, then it's filled with wisdom. We may not understand the wisdom behind the decision of Allah. So, in order to fulfill this role of being a king, the person requires two basic qualities. And these two basic qualities, this man has it. What's the two basic qualities? Obviously because of the position that he's going to be holding, and there was a fight that was going, fight that was going to ensue, there was a war that was going to be coming, so he needed, he needed to be physically, physically strong. وَزَادَهُ بَسْطَةً فِي الْإِلْمِ وَالْجِسْمِ And then together with that, or more important than the physical strength, he needs to have the knowledge of deen. He needs to have knowledge to know what is permissible, what is impermissible. He needs to have know-how. Allah has given him knowledge and Allah has given him physical strength. These are the two important qualities that the king requires. Whether he, anyone from his ancestors were kings or anyone from his ancestors were anbiya, that does not affect him fulfilling this role, role, role of being a king. So the qualities that he requires for this, for this position, Allah has blessed him with that quality. Allama Alusi Rahmatullahi, the great Mufassir of the Quran Majid, an amazing point he mentions here. He says, Allah says, Wazadahu Baskatan fil ilmi wal jism. Allah gave him more ilm, more ilm, more knowledge, and Allah gave him a stronger physical form. Allah mentioned, Allah mentioned the internal quality, the spiritual quality first before the physical achievement and quality that he had. Which explains to us an important point that the, the prime focus has to be on the inside. The, the more, the, the greater beauty that a person needs to have, the greater strength is the spiritual strength. It is the strength of the inner qualities more than the outer qualities. Yes, it was needed. For his position it was needed. But Allah mentioned it. But Allah mentioned it. Second, Allah mentioned ilm before, before mentioning the physical strength that he had. So, this is, this is, the, this is the second answer that, he, answer that he gave. First answer, it's a choice of Allah. Second answer, this great, great wisdom behind Allah's choosing. This man fits the criteria for the portfolio and for that position. And then he goes on to say, Wallahu yu'ti mulkahu yasha. Allah gives his kingdom to who he wants to give. Again, similar to the first point, this is Allah's, this is Allah's choice, choice. It's Allah's prerogative. Allah chose him and Allah can give it to whomsoever He wants to give it. We don't have, don't have the authority or the right to object against the decision of command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu wasi'un alim, alim, alim. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very generous. Allah gives generously and Allah is full of knowledge. So, based on the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah makes his decisions so this was the answer that the Nabi gave to them now again the Banu Israel it was their habit it was their nature for them to object they say we want a sign a sign that will prove that this man is the right person so he says, he says, Inna ayata mulkihi, ayyatiyakumut tabut, 
that tabut that we spoke about, that box which contained those important and those blessed relics, that, that box which contained the Torah, that box which was taken and captured by the, by the enemy, miraculously Allah, Allah will send it, send it, the malaika will bring it down, Mufassirin explain, Mufassirin explain, they will bring it in the house of this person, of this king, Talut. So that happened also. Now they saw the sign, saw the sign. So they were 100% sure that this person has been appointed by Allah. As we said in the beginning, he became very emotional. We want to fight. Appoint a king, we want a leader, we can fight behind him. And that is the cry of the Ummah today, we don't have leaders. Fair enough, it is important to have leaders. Leadership plays an important role. But in this, in this story, in this incident in the Quran and Majid, Allah shows us more important than leadership is Imani strength which we have to make an effort on. Otherwise, Muhammad Abu Hassan has given a, given a detailed bayan on this, explaining Islami hukumat and Islami mu'asharat. One is a rule, Islamic rule, and the other is to have practical Islam in society. He says that history bears testimony to this. But when the Ummah had leadership, but the public did not have deen in their life. There was no Islami mu'asharat. There wasn't an Islamic atmosphere. Atmosphere, atmosphere. People were not practicing on deen. Then, despite us having leadership, we even lost the leadership because of us not having deen in our lives. And the example is, after the time of Salahuddin al-Ayyin al-Ayyubi rahimahullah, the fast decline that came in the Ummah, such a great error, and the Ummah declined so quickly, that within, a, that within a short space of time, was the worst massacre in the Ummah, and that was the invasion of the Tatars, and the fall of, and the fall of Baghdad. So, because there was no practical deen in lives, there was that leadership, but that leadership has to be supplemented and complemented with practical deen in our lives. And he say, and he say, and he says that history also proves this that when the Ummah did not have leadership, but there was practical deen, deen was alive in people's lives. Allah gave them that leadership as a result, as a result of the amal and the good that was prevalent in the Ummah, as is understood from the ayat of the Quran Majid, Lengthy ayat, but that ayat proves the same that when we have a'mal in our lives, when we have deen in our lives, Allah will give us that leadership and Allah will give us that victory. So now that, that, that desire or the claim or the demand was that we want a leader, they were emotional, we want to fight. Then Nabi told them that it is possible that when you have been obligated to fight, you won't make it at that time. He said, what? Why not? Why not? Why not? Now Allah gives the details of it. Now was the time when the enemy is leaving, when the army is leaving, leaving. Now Talut, the king that has been appointed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is leaving with his army. Mufassirin explained, approximately 80,000 in his army. And now they are marching to face the enemy. They were asking for this. Rasulullah says in a hadith, لا تتمنوا لقاء العدو. 
Don't become brave. Don't become courageous. And say, you know, I, you know, I want to meet the enemy. I want to fight. Make dua that Allah keeps us with afia. Allah keeps us with safety. Allah keeps us with ease. But when the time really comes, فَإِذَا لَقِيْتُمُهُمْ When circumstances demand that you need to face against the enemy, then فَثْبُتُوا Then you must remain firm. So now the time came when they had to go, when they had to go, when they had to go. فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ So Talut says to them, this is the test of Iman, respected friends. And this test of Iman will determine whether a person will make it or break it. It's not the physical strength. It's not the military might. It is the strength of Iman. Iman. Today Gaza is proving to the world that a small group that has inshallah strong Iman is facing against the most powerful militaries of the world. How is it happening? Mind-boggling. How is it happening? It is not military might. It is the strength of Iman. So, فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ قَالَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مُبْتَلِيكُمْ the test is going to come. And the test was the, the test of temptation. The test was the test of temptation. Temptation. You will be thirsty. You will be thirsty. And there will be a nice flowing river. Clean water. Water. You will be, te- will be tempted to drink from that water. Water. But the command of Allah is that you must not drink from this water. فَمَنْ شَرِبَ مِنْهُ فَلَيْسَ If you drink from there, you're not going to be part of the army. Respected friends, on one hand we will make big claims, but at the time of Fajr we can't even lift up that duvet and come to the masjid. When we're walking on the road and one na-mahram comes in front of us, we can't lower our eyes. This is the test of Iman. On a daily basis, so many other tests of Iman, Allah is testing us. Testing us. If we are failing this test of Iman, how are we going to make, to make it to give the ultimate sacrifice, to give our life for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah will test you with this river. As we said, it was a test of temptation. There's various tests of temptation that come in our lives on a daily basis. We need to strengthen our Iman, resist that haram temptation, to build that level of Iman. Otherwise at crunch time, not because of being weak physically, not because of being weak militarily, because of being weak in terms of Iman and following the dictates of Iman. Allah forbid Allah save us, we will fail the test at crunch time. But then the Nabi gave them concession that you can drink just one handful, handful, only one handful. The author of Jalalain explains that Allah gave such barakah in, ful- in fulfilling His command that kafathum lahum walidawabihim. He says that was enough for them and for the animals. One scoop, one scoop. Sometimes it happens. There's a little income that we have, but it's 100% halal. That little income is sufficient for us. But then when we start delving into haram, we start, we're getting more. Never mind, I'll just take this, I'll just take this loan, interest-bearing loan. Within a short space of time, I'll pay it off, and I'll get so much more. We won't get so much more. That more will not have the barakah, it will not be sufficient for us. These people who fulfill that command of Allah, only one handful, 
We can't understand how that one handful is going to satisfy the person. But it satisfied them because of the barakah of fulfilling the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When they came there, then may fasharibu minhu illa qalilum minhum. Most of them drank the water besides a few. So that test of Iman that came, most of them failed the test of Iman. Mufassirin give different figures. One, one figure that's given is 76,000 out of the 80,000. 76,000 drank the water and they failed the test of Iman. It was only 4,000 that managed that test, managed that test of Iman. Iman. Respected friends, a question we need to ask ourselves, ourselves. Will we be from the 4,000? or the 76,000, 76,000, 76,000. When we have the test of Iman, where are we going to fall on which side? As we go closer to Qiyamah, the test, test of Iman are going to get stronger. It's going to become more challenging. So we need to make an effort on this Iman. Nevertheless, as they went over, those people that drank, 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 they lost heart, they couldn't continue. Those that passed the test of Iman, those that passed the test of the of Iman, what was their response? The others said, we can't face against this powerful army. The Amalika were a very strong nation, powerful army, we can't face up to them. But those that had that strength of Iman, they mentioned those words, which is a direction for the Ummah and a guideline for the Ummah right till Qiyamah. Kam min fi'atin qalilatin ghalabat fi'atan kathiratan bi'ithnillah. How many times a small group overpowered a large army? Today we are seeing it, respected friends in Gaza. We are seeing it, a small group overpowering a huge army. Bi'ithnillah, with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, so, this is what we need to make an effort on. The effort of Iman will give us that, that level of teen, that at that time our, fo our focus will be in the right spot. Our focus will be on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu ma'asabireen. The help of Allah is with those who persevere. Last ayat and we will terminate. Before they go to combat, When they come out, before worrying about anything else, they nazar and they gaze was on Allah. And that's where our gaze has to be respected friends. They make dua first. Rabbana afrigh alayna sabra. Oh Allah, you bless Allah, you bless Allah, you bless us, you shower us with perseverance, with resilience, with strength, with sabr and patience. Rabbana afrigh alayna sabra. Wa thabbit aqdamana. Oh Allah, you keep our feet firm. Wa msurna ala al kafirin. And you help us against these disbelieving people. Leaving people, and he defeated these people. The incident continues, respected friends. The gist of the message is from this incident, which is contained in the Quran and Majid, Allah gives us us very, very clear guidelines. That on one hand, our emotions will be running very high. We need leadership. Yes, definitely, the Ummah requires leadership. Requires leadership. Definitely, most of our leaders have failed the Ummah. The Ummah. We we can't we we can't we, we can't. It's difficult to make excuses. Definitely. 
Definitely most of the leaders have failed the ummah. But let us understand through and through this incident what is within our control. Our control. We are mukallaf, we are responsible for what we can do. And what we need to do is we need to make, need to make, that, need to make that effort of iman. Because it is that strength of iman which will count at crunch time. These people had the emotion. They wanted that leader. When the leader came, when they finally went out at battle to battle because of them failing the test of temptation, the test of iman, which was in the form of the haram of the haram temptation. Allah forbid, most of them had to leave the battlefield, the battlefield, the battlefield, and they could not face up against the enemy. But those people who made effort on the iman, they had that strength of iman, they were the ones whose nazar and their focus was on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and because of that, Allah gave them victory. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with that strength of iman. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once again return the glorious days to the ummah. Wafiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alladhi hadana lihada wa ma kunna linahtadiyalu. وأكمل لنا ديننا وتم علينا نعمته ورضي لنا الإسلام دي لنا الإسلام دينا فلا نعبد ولا نستعين إلا إياه إياه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده وعبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد ألم تر إلى الملأ من بني إسرائيل من بعد موسى إذ قالوا لنبي الله مبعث لنا ملكا نقاتل في سبيل الله قال هل عسيتم إن كتب عليكم القتال وألا تقاتلوا قالوا وما لنا ألا نقاتل في سبيل الله وقد أخرجنا من ديارنا وأبنائنا فلما كتب عليهم القتال تولوا إلا قليلا منهم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تتمنوا لقاء العدو وسلوا الله العافية فإذا لقيتموهم فاثبتوا أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن المجيد ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قول هذا هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله الله من شرور الله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته 
قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى وشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى واصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى واقضاهم علي رضي الله رضي الله تعالى وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسن والحسين سيده شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما عنهما وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابه اجمعين الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر اخواننا المستضعفين في فلسطين اللهم احفظهم من بين ايديهم ومن خلفهم وعن ايمانهم وعن شمائلهم ومن فوقهم ومن تحتهم اللهم 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 استر عوراتهم وامن روعاتهم اللهم اللهم عليك باليهود الغاصبين اللهم اقر اعيننا باعاده المسجد الاقصى الى بلاد المسلمين عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون അലഹമുലിമാനിറീമിമാനിക്കിയോമിദ്ദീനിയാക്കനാബുദുവയാക്കനസനസ്തീൻ ഹൈലിമഹബൂബിയാലിഹിം വലബോ അലം നശ്രഹ്ലക്കോ വോ 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 വോ
الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فإذا خرجت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم تر كيف فعل ربك بأصحاب الفيل ألم يجعل كيدهم في تضليل وأرسل عليهم طيرا أبابيل ترميهم بحجارة من سسجيل فجعلهم كعصف مأكول الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الله الله
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم انت السلام عليك السلام تبارك ربنا وتعالي تأذن جلال منكم اللهم لا مانع لما عطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا راد لما قضيت ولا ينفع ذو الجد منك الجد اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك وأغننا أغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم إنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وارض عنا وتقبل منا وادخلنا الجنة ونجنا من النار واصلح لنا شأننا كله اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا وأراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فأشغله بنفسه ورد كيده في نحره واجعل تدبيره تدميره يا رب العالمين اللهم منزل الكتاب ومجري السحاب وهازم وهازم الأحزاب اهزمهم اهزمهم وانصر المسلمين عليهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد محمدا صلى الله عليه بما هو أهله وصلى الله على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين آمين برحمتك يا رحم الله